Where there is no vision, there is no hope. Dark, guttural chanting echoes through winding chambers. A lone figure watches on and calmly absorbs the orchestra that is the ancient prayer. He will be patient. He will be cunning. He will honor the teachings of Mershalk and succeed where the others have failed. Sawakash and Nazali were too bold, too brash. His path lies in tradition, and he will not stray. He will not rattle before he strikes. Welcome to the Spellcast. Welcome back to the, the new arc. We have, we have, we have finished off some things. Uh, Savar has rode off into the east to go check out her family, say hey, and you know, go back home and whatnot. Sam is not with us tonight, so I will say Azazel, Roland gave Azazel like some R&R to explore Baldur's Gate or whatever, because she's been working in the office and, you know, just got out of the adventure. Has Baldur's Gate seen many, like, Azazel? I mean, she looks human, right? She looks human. She's a barbarian. Yeah. What arc are we on? You're on a new arc. <laughs> we don't Wait, know. No, I, mean, I mean, arc is arc three. This is arc. Uh, let me see. Rufus was one. Five. Uh, Labyrinth was two. Well, the yeah the dinos. D- yeah Labyrinth dinos. Uh, this the last one summit. So this is five. five. Yeah. Okay. So this is five. Mm-hmm. So we need a new opening theme song. But it has to be what? It has to be like rivalry, you know, because at this point they've gotten to know us, so mm-hmm. it has to be like a little sad, but then like cool in a way, like <laughs> This is brilliant. This is out of budget. <laughs> <laughs> Only slightly. And then their ending theme song has to be like really sad and like with a betrayal in it. We have a this is out of budget! <laughs> look, look, look. I got it. We need a song about never gonna give it up and never gonna let it down. God fucking Jesus. It's 2018, Gerald. It should be over. <laughs> never gonna give it. Never gonna give give it up. He, he is never gonna give it up. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. You guys have rescued. Uh, you killed Nasali, who is, I believe, Alexan now knows that Nasali is in his head. Yes. You. I don't think he's quite made the connection between that and the ring. No, no, he hasn't done that yet. B has gone off to Neverwinter, back to, yes, back to Neverwinter. Uh, with her expedition force, they've all fucked off and gone away after their debrief. They will do that. You probably won't see them again. Let me see. The refugees that were kidnapped and then enslaved by Nasali uh, have been taken by Cassius Blanco to go be debriefed and like taken to a temple to see what the hell they can do with this shit that's happened to them. If anything, to figure it out. And I remember y'all saying something about keeping up with that. Where do you guys go? I, I guess the best thing is Cassius Blanco would arrange for you guys to be escorted along with Lilith and Roland under the guise of what the fuck her name was. Bondella Powers, yes, and <laughs> Reginald Radcliffe. As well as Pickles, you still have Pickles. Pickles! pickles. 
And can, can, can Pickle stay like as your your you know ranger pet? I mean, you have to be all of our pets, right? Like, I mean, yeah. You does have anybody dealer, have right? animal handling? I can tell if he's a happy beast or an upset beast, and I can tell if he's hungry or sick. No, but no animal handling. No. no. Wait. Wait. It's a dog. Pick, if it freaks pickles, out you and come you try to like you comfort my, it, you pickles, might be asked to roll pickles, animal you handling. You want to be my best, best friend? Bad pickles. at it. <laughs> <laughs> so. I thought the pet getting was over. It's not. It's, it's never over. It's, it's never over. Never. Come there on. we go. I have the ability to communicate with beasts. It's not the even this store. They recognize me as a kindred spirit. <laughs> I will say that he probably got you, uh, put the guards and whatnot, got you on a little uh, raft gondola thing and took you back to the docks. Uh, happens to, happen chance, takes you to the docks in the steeps. That's where he drops steeps. you. Steeps. Oh. Yes, in the district, it's sort of eastern district of Baldur's Gate. Wait, now that I've given you, you know what that means. I've always wanted to see the steeps. All right, Haven't so I am. Steeps. I'm giving you uh, a map uh, of Baldur's Gate, uh, as per the Murder in Baldur's Gate uh, DM screen. That is yours to look at because I have those pictures already, and it's fine. And all I have to do is say you make it, or you have complications or shit or whatnot. There are certain weird things in getting in and out of the of the upper city and the lower city, which I'm going to waive having to go over them. I just say you guys can because you're part of the guild, and that's it. We're not going to discuss that anymore. Okay. Where do you want to go? Um, you guys know that you have to report to your uppers. Sylvanas may or may not be back. Candlekeep is not very far away. I want to go shopping. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, there's, there's tons, tons of shops. Have we been paid yet? We That's enough at this point. That's the thing. Yeah, it, you could go shopping now. You could go get paid and have even more funds. That that sounds like a good idea. Get the coin. If only it was that simple. Right. <laughs> Wait, I should have asked first. Were we getting paid? Even though it is a secret mission, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Dillard Porter Roland. Reginald tells you that uh, Dillard Porter, uh, even though he also financed the trip, seeing as he is the Grand Duke of Baldur's Gate, he is super fucking rich. Uh, Not as rich as Jadankle, let's make this very known. Uh, But he will pay for you and your labors and whatnot because he wanted to see this, uh, the questioning of how the disappearance occurred, why they didn't come back. He wanted to see them back. And also his uh, his major uh, angle on this is probably to quell riots and political retribution against uh, the infernals that has been happening when you guys came back from Dino Island. So he wants to see peace in the streets again. He was the Grand Duke? Yeah, he was the Grand Duke. <laughs> Turns out. Judy. He was just supposed to be some old guy that paid for a boat and was not Batman. Like, what? <laughs> what? What? It's yeah. like if you move to the city, you haven't been here for very long, and you run into the mayor of the city. Happened to. For some fucking reason, you got close enough to the mayor to run into him. Mm. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Sure. We've been had. We continue to exist in a state of being had. Yes. Having been had. <laughs> Having been had. Mm-hmm. What are Roland and Lilith going to be doing? Roland and Lilith are with you. Roland got in his whole get up as Reginald Radcliffe. Lilith got into uh, Bundella Powers. And they are going to follow you because they 
one, one Roland still has to talk to Dillard Porter at some point. And, yeah, you know, they're, they're just interested in following around with you guys since, you know, y'all are big and important. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm still uh. somewhat concerned about Ganymedes. Like, I know it's months often, you know, potentially from when he breaks out, but, like... Wait, so we have to report to Blanc? No. Yes? I don't know if you have to report to Cassius Blanco. We have to report back to uh, the guild, right? The guild. Like, yes, that's definitely a Do thing. we have to report to the Grand Duke, dude? Uh, you don't have to. Roland says he will do it his own. He also tells you, yes, I, I am rather worried about Ganymedes and his current uh, depreciating uh, sentence. Did we have any meaningful investigation leads with respect to that? Or are we just sort of hoping for the best and like... I mean, know what what's powering it. I mean, if we can get that back. A mythalar, which yeah. is, yeah. yeah, which is a, essentially a giant orb of physical magic. So we just keep doing the do and hope for the best. Um, hey, so what's the quickest path to getting paid so I can go shopping? Quickest path to getting paid so that you can go shopping would be to go to the guild and get paid. That's what I want to do. So you all get up out of the docks in the steeps. You have to cross going upwards towards the upper city. You get to Baldur's Gate, the actual gate that all Baldurians uh, use. It's the one gate that is taxed and tolled between the upper city and the lower city. You guys get through pretty easily because you're with the guild system and that's that's kind of looked overlooked by the uh, flaming fists in the city watch. You continue up. Uh, uh, and you get to the helm and cloak. And you walk in. Okay. And you hear arguing and loud questions being asked. Two of you recognize two of these voices. And they will probably elicit very different reactions. One of the voices sounds like this. Now look here. I know y'all running this guild system. I know y'all know where my boy is. Because I heard he went missing. If y'all don't pucker up and give me some information on... Then the voice stops as the receptionist sees your group walk in. The figure, man, older gentleman, in vibrant conquistadorian-looking uh, armor, very old school. Okay. Turns around. He has a halberd leaned up against his shoulder. Uh, looks very much like in the style of like a Landschnecht, which wouldn't be super conquistadorian, more German, whatever. Very bits and scraps. Whatever. We European here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, turns around and Alexan, you recognize this yeah. face. Yeah. It's your father, uh-huh. Steel Winalder. That's his name. Steel. S T E I L E, Winalder. Okay. Yeah. What day is it? I was about to be very upset. So he, he he sees me. I did. He sees you, and he fucking the whitest smile on his face. Hand, throws his lantern, his lantern, his uh, halberd to the receptionist. She fumbles with it, <laughs> catches it. Oh, careful, that's a real piece. And he bounds over, clanking armor and all, and gives you the biggest fucking hug. Hey, mind your arms. Mind ah, your arms. son, it's all right. This chain armor ain't gonna hurt me. I, I promise you. Now it's good to see you too, Dad. Ah, boy. Can you put me down? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I heard you went missing. Well, missing, uh, not. Exactly. It was more like, uh, on business. Ah, oh, well, yeah. I, I heard about uh, business gotcha. He taps the side of his nose, uh, knowing I know how these guildies are and this newfangled system they got. Whatever. Not like we did it in the old days, I'll tell you that much, son. Yeah, well, it's, I imagine it's not like the old days at all. How's your brother? Uh, He's got his teeth, right? Well, 
They found him, right? Yes, he's he's alive. Good. Uh, perhaps a little worse for wear, but uh, he'll be fine. Well, he's a little brat anyway. He'll 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 pick up quick enough. Yes, father. The other voice is rather terse in a not so playful way. Um, your father was a bit just direct yes. with the receptionist. Now that her attention is away from you and she can not have to deal with two people at the same time. You look over and there is this uh, stocky individual, not as tall as your father. Your father is a fucking mountain of a man. He's like six foot five. He's probably 60 now. He still has all of his fucking hair. Not much of it is great. Um, and portly, a little bit of a portly gentleman. You see that, you know, he used to be the big muscular mountain of a man. Still can beat the shit out of something. Uh, but <laughs> comparatively, uh, short, a little stocky, still a little muscular. Wearing finer clothing, not so much adventure-y. Wearing a gorget and some pauldrons with a cape. And uh, yelling <clears throat> at Medieval this. armor equivalent of yes. yes. a crop top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Medieval. Uh, look, I don't care how long it's gonna take you to find him. And I know he's part of you. I get this I get this fucking article too. Way out there, I get that. And look, you know his face. You've seen his face. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm looking for Ryan Stealth. Mm, okay, yeah. I'm looking you all here though. Well, you I'll get to you. Uh, you all here, I'm looking for Ron Haven Fair. That little beady-eyed half-orc bastard. No. <laughs> Wait, what is my is that a nine? Is that a nine? No. I mean, yes, it is a nine, and I do not have proficiency in but it. But you do have a dex of plus two. Yes, but also, what is my... I have disadvantage. <laughs> Just hide behind the curtains. <laughs> oh, it was the nine. So, okay. so, so an eleven. So, uh, so, so he says, I'm looking for Ron Havenfair, and Hal immediately looks and can't find Ron. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Uh, you can follow the eyes of everyone else who can find Ron. <laughs> no! <laughs> uh, which includes your father. And your father looks at Ron and looks at you, Hal, and is like, is this Ron? This is Ron, eh? No! This is Ron. No! The fact that he's saying no and making this thing with his hand to his neck. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, read, I've read about him. I read about all y'all. Now, hold up. Oh, the article. Right. Yeah, the article. Man, I made it all the way to the discard. You did? Yeah, I did. Front. Front. I see Brown. now. I, I see now the error of my way. <laughs> you see now the hubris of your own, of your own passion. <laughs> We're famous. Connell. And goddamn right, boy. You're famous. You're all famous. Need it. He looks at you and he says, Mother's real proud of you, son. Oh, oh I'm so happy for you. Uh, I, 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 is, 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 is the door still open? The door is still open. <laughs> I'm so... The, the, the people, the people who are the guild members know, like, have been, like, dealing with this. In fact... Uh, one of the guards is like tr trying to calm him down. Mm -hmm. Sees all of y'all and is like pointing towards the stairs, like behind his back. And everyone's like motioning towards the stairs. I, 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 I go. I go. I just go. They form a wall of people <laughs> conveniently to hide you from this man who you recognize mm -hmm. as Drogo Morn River. Mm, no, I go up the stairs. Okay. I did not make my insight check. I have no idea what's going on. 
Just, just, he's not my dad. <laughs> I, I hope that a five on insight could at least give you that. I mean, you are half something other than orc. No, not... Could mm, be human. Not how it works for us! See? <laughs> so, you guys get up to the top of the stairs, and you can see Rita Gale's office door is shut. Interestingly enough, standing outside of uh, Rita Gale's office door are two guards. Two city watch guards, nonetheless. Hmm. And the door is shut. And you can hear someone on the other side of the door. When you get close, the guards go shunk and like do their little halberd things. And you can hear on the other side of the door someone regaling a group of people about a tale of some quest somewhere. Yeah, roll me inside uh, whoever's closest to the door. I, I, I bolted. Which so. would be you. Yes. No. Come on. It's another nine. Be something I'm okay. good at. Wait, where's Ron? Where, where's, where's, the, where's the paper that I find <laughs> Insight is not the thing I'm good at. Eleven. He has a distinct enough voice where you can tell it's Dillard Porter behind ah. the door. Okay. Oh, how convenient. Too convenient. Quote, unquote, Reginald Radcliffe. Uh, marches a little bit past you guys and speaks to the guards and shows his little badge and then they go (coughs) shunk and move their halberds and he opens the door to a scene. And you can see, standing in there, Rita Gale, sitting behind her desk, trying not to fall asleep (laughs) as best as she can. Uh, you can see Sylvanas attentive and hanging on every single word of the conversation, but still very, can we get to the end? He notices you, and he's, you can see he's about to say, like, interrupt and say, oh, thank Christ, or or thank (laughs) thank fantasy Christ. Uh, (laughs) Fantasy Christ. (laughs) You can also see there, uh, by his side, by Sylvanas' side, an elven woman, uh, also dressed in wizardly robes. Please describe uh, your character for us, Kelsey. (laughs) Hello, my name is Theothel Delanadrin, and I I have received a vision of some very interesting things that have been happening in Baldur's Gate, and I'm here to, um, yes. <laughs> Wait, so she's, she's, she's investigating. She's just launching into this now. Um, I was, oh, I thought it was backstory. I'm sorry. Oh, this is backstory. Oh, you're you're yeah. not launching it. This is um, okay. just for okay. this. Yeah. Yeah. What is she wearing? Not that we're superficial. Oh, or anything, but like, <laughs> the first thing you asked. But like, you know. Yeah. Describe describe her physical appearance. Oh, Paint oh, us oh. a picture. I have a picture. I drew her. <laughs> um, oh. She's wearing. Um, oh, it doesn't show her clothes. Um, <laughs> oh dear, did I forget clothes again? Oh dear, put my clothes again. Um, <laughs> oh, those elves. <laughs> um, yeah, gold robes, black hair, long black hair. She has a uh, jewel on her head. Just a jewel, or is it like a circlet, or what? Like, yeah, a, like, like a tiara. Of yeah, clothes. yeah, she's got that on her head. Or a okay. diadem. Yeah. Diadem, diadem. Yeah. A headpiece, if you. Quill. Cool. She's a wizard. Um, she oh. is five seven. Green eyes. She's very, 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 oh, very so pale. Oh, so she is. She is yet again at least half a foot taller than Rot. <laughs> <laughs> Rot is a very special half orc. How old is she? Two hundred and two. Uh, no, two hundred and twelve. Oh, she's wow. also um one half of a twin. One guys, we're all adolescents here. <laughs> one half of yeah. a set of twins. 
Yeah. <laughs> Elven twins. So, uh, with that description, you can hear Dillard Porter, who has been just sitting in the guest chair smoking a rather large calabash pipe, going on about some fucking expedition he had to some place in this land called Caratur, where he was talking, he was just about to mention a rather expensive vase that he got there, which he's getting appraised from what dynasty it might be, when Sylvanas pipes up and says, Oh! Oh, hello! Ah, yes! You're back! Oh, hello, Sylvanas. Uh, Mr. Porter, uh, uh, um... Oh, Sylvanas, not the other one. No. Rita, you know, uh, and, like, uh, do, do the bow. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, thank goodness you've arrived. You can see in her eyes that she's very happy that Dillard has stopped. Oh! Ah! Wonderful! Yes, well, I just wanted to... To come here and wait for your rivals as the, the guards have informed me of your exit from the, the mountain, as it were. Yes. yes, yes, very sorry that it took us so long. Oh, I'll, I'll look to the others. You know, oh, like. yes, it's perfectly fine. <laughs> Finding people, especially nine missing people. Unfortunate what happened to some of them. I did hear yes, about that from, from Cassius, indeed. Ah, but yes. I would like to say that I'm very thankful you have spared Boulder's... Let me find his fucking voice. <laughs> Hello. Yes. You have spared <laughs> Boulder's gate. A lot of tragedy. And a lot of, of worry. And a lot of political strife I might have you know and add to this conversation. And he taps his nose, his finger on the side of the nose. Um, your father <laughs> is not in the room with you. He, guild business. You know, is whatever. he waiting outside? Yeah. Or is he, he waiting downstairs? He's probably waiting downstairs. Because he's not a guild member. Um, I swear to God, if he talks to that guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> that might be a way for us to, to get out of this situation. This situation? <laughs> I mean, you might be willing to trade this situation for that situation, but I am not. <laughs> Dillard Porter uh, goes on to tell you that he is so happy mm-hmm. that uh, they're back, and he's so impressed with the rather uh, in-depth job and how many you were able to found. He thought they were all fucking dead, Point honestly. order? Yes. How much did we say about what happened in the place? We haven't given our report yet, have we? Uh, no, you have not. But he, this would be, I guess, the time at which he will give you, uh, he will ask you, everyone will ask you the questions and you can disseminate the information that you want to tell since we're doing it from largest group to smallest group. Okay. This, yeah, this is Sylvanas, still a reporter, Rita Gale, new person. Yeah, well, we have not yet been properly introduced to, correct? Yes, we've not so, been properly introduced. She's just there. She's just there. This is also Roland and Lilith in the room. Okay. He's staring very intently at all three of you. Mm-hmm. Like. Uh, okay. And and he asked for a report. Yeah. Before we do that, we're going to we're going to address the elephant in the room. Um uh, I'm I'm sure uh, that uh, I, I, we'd be happy to provide the report uh, as is to to everyone present, although and to the the new stranger. Although uh, may I ask who this fine individual is because I, I, I don't know them. I'm sure if they're here, they're allowed to hear, but... Sylvanas pipes up. Allow me to introduce you to Theothel Delanadrin. She comes from Candlekeep, and I believe she has insight into possible future outcomes for the guild, and he's trying his best not to wink, but he wants to wink. Ah, uh, that is quite welcome. And um, so I brought her on to 
maybe uh, shadow with you and help you out. I see. Okay. I'm trying very hard not to wink. Yes. Uh, Theodore, you now... Sorry, Kelsey, you're now introduced. I'm like looking between the two of you. I can tell something's going on, but I have no idea what... Perfect. I'm not entirely sure either. <laughs> From what I understand, you are the adventurous. I do under... I, I recognize you. Uh, I've seen you. Ha- have... Er, sorry. <clears throat> Ront. Ront is a half-orc. <clears throat> you have... You are You've on... been to the Robin Ranch. Yes. <laughs> I've seen your picture in paper. Ah. Oh. Actually, I've seen you too. I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. Oh, don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Connell is sober, drunk. Connell! Roll, 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 roll. Eyes are lows. Uh, uh, hi. Hi, yeah. Connell is pretty drunk. <laughs> you, you you would have recognized his face in the paper, I think. Oh, okay. It would be All in the right. same paper. But it's contorted because he's drunk. It's yes. contorted because he's drunk. Oh, yes. He, he, he's, he's our other associate, Mr. Mr. Pending. There is one more in your party, yes. There are two more in your in, that you saw. Yes. In the paper? Not, Not in the, the paper. paper. No. But two Not more that I've seen. There are two more that she knows about. <laughs> I yes mm. yes uh, yeah they are yes. not here right now yes okay H- hello hello pleasure to make your acquaintance these words come out weird but yes Ron yes. is weird um, where's Harry is by the way hmm? where's Harry where is Harry <laughs> to be somebody he's, downstairs he's... with my dad <laughs> <laughs> they're bonding <laughs> you know what we will have that moment. <laughs> Uh, like when, as 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 he was looking at me and being like, "This boy's wrong, right?" Like he, he he's he's doing like the 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 happy dog greeting thing, but yeah. Harry, and, yeah. and for some reason Harry responds. Yes. yes. <laughs> your father's proficient in it. Like like yes. Like, we're gonna come back down, and Harry, and 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 your dad's gonna be covered in web a little bit. <laughs> but you know, it's all gonna be fun. Yeah. Okay, so now now, now is the part the where report. we figure out what the fuck to say. Even though we've discussed this before, sort of. Yeah, sort of. Well, I've forgotten I, all of that. I've forgotten all of um, that, too. Uh, the salient point was, do we tell them about the nuke? I mean, there are other points, but mainly, do we tell them about the nuke? I mean, it's okay if we tell them. They're not going to spread. So, it, we can tell, like, we were probably okay with telling our management. However... Dillard is here. Oddly, like, I, I was not all that keen on telling our management everything, if I recall. That is valid and fair. <laughs> like, if there was anyone we would have told, it would have been management, but you you had objections to that, and I'm not going to disagree. But, I mean, at, at this point, it's like, I don't, I honestly don't know what to do. Um, uh, but, well, so... Connell, roll me inside while they're discussing How this. do we... How do we like we, we want the total number? God damn it! I want to know. We want um, we do want some sort of institutional aid for for investigating blah 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 the Mithilar blah 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 yeah. help trap Ganymedes. Right. But how do we talk about that without explaining why? Well, I mean the Mithilar is related it, at all. It took us a little one second. Connell, you notice that Sylvanas has been eyeing your party. And his eyes have been lingering on one individual for longer than most of 
the others. Uh, you notice this individual that his eyes have been lingering on is Reginald Radcliffe. Right. You notice that Reginald Radcliffe, Roland, his eyes have been lingering on Sylvanas and also Rita Gale. So am I like sitting like kind of between them, just kind of like looking over to the wall? <laughs> yeah, so you're like leaning over into their field of vision. Slowly sipping the drink and reaching, <laughs> looking forward and looking back. There's a conspiracy going on here. Do you, do you share your findings with anyone? In, 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 in confidence, in, in, in quiet, or do you just keep that to yourself? Because that's valid too. Call a higher low. Low. Ten. Technically, <laughs> oh, ten <laughs> Yes. Uh, you, you tell me. I, I, I look, I lean over to you and I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> oh! Hi, <laughs> <coughs> Connell. How you doing? I can still breathe, thank God. Thank the gods. <clears throat> Do you want some? <laughs> After experience you had, yeah. yeah. So now we're both on the same level. So. Well, well, so I drank. I rolled to see if I drank, and I, and that passed. So I drank, and then I rolled to to, to con save, and I got an eighteen. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. So I know we're rather close right now, mm-hmm. but these two have been sharing glances. These two. I point at mm-hmm. Reginald, mm-hmm. and I point at Sylvanas. And this is this is going on while Dillard Porter is expounding upon some plans for you. Um, he is so proud of you. Uh, he wants to hold a an award ceremony for the public for the people who rescued, um, who rescued not only the Black Hearts but the expedition, and who discovered, who brought back the information of what was underneath the mountain, if anything. Now uh, he also has one of his guards drag in the bag of a thousand gold pieces. It, investigation of the <clears throat> mountain. Yes, that's what I yeah, heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It uh, was indeed a mountain. I, I'll actually uh, talk to Porter about... No, no, there, there was uh, some unrest going on, uh, sp- particularly with uh, those of an extraplanar origin. Oh! Uh, this is weird... Uh, uh, nationalists and their anti-infernal sort of get-up. Would that not pose problems for this sort of um, festival or what? I have high hopes that it will put many questions to rest as whether or not you are good people, because you are all good people. All of you. Everyone's good people. Right. (laughs) Yes. I'm going to just back up a little bit and to Roland. Yes. Hi, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Some of us are feeling some weird vibes in this room, and I understand that it's been a a sort of interesting time that we've all shared in in the mountain, and now we're back and we have to deal with other stuff, Uh, but uh, can can, can you share what's going on? Because suddenly we're feeling really uncomfortable about talking about anything. I will explain as soon as Mr. Porter is done with his business here. I see. Shit. (laughs) So, uh... I'm gonna, I'm gonna make eyes at Hal. I am not very good at deception. <laughs> <laughs> the way he says it. Uh, I am not great either. But, 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 I can give you a pep talk. <laughs> yes! <laughs> How much do I know? Okay. So while you guys are, while you guys are giving the pet talk, and also if you guys want to convene on what information you guys want to deliver, we'll do that. I guess in a second. 
<laughs> what Theothel knows. You are at Candlekeep. You and your twin brother have stopped by doing just whatever. Um, searching for something. While you're at Candlekeep, you are sort of working in the library because you know where all the books are because you're a divination wizard and that's easy. Sylvanas, who is a regular uh, patron, as regular as patrons from another city can be, came to you and presented you with a with a tiny sliver of this weird iridescent rock uh, that he had. And you touched it. The moment you touched it, you received a very powerful vision. You saw all of these people, you saw an Azamar barbarian, you saw this bladeling fighter, you saw this half-orc artificer, Hi. you saw this half-elven ranger, you saw a tiefling sorceress, you also saw this, uh, hu this Azamar paladin, and you saw this tiefling cleric. They were in this weird underground city, dwarven mm -hmm. city. They were fighting this half snake lady, uh, this one T. You would know because you and your brother do monster hunting, right? Yes. And in the background, uh, the vision draws you to this weird, uh, humongous jewelry setting, circular jewelry setting. Everything starts going back in time a little bit. Not too far, but a little bit. You can see, rolling back into this jewelry setting, this huge, uh, giant pearl. I would say 20 feet in diameter. Okay. This huge pearl. And it has a hole in it. Uh, about 10 feet, mm, 10 feet wide hole. Just like a chunk of it is missing. Uh, and part of the area where the chunk is missing, part of the setting is broken as if it's bent outwards. You also see, you roll back time and then an event happens and then you, you just like in your head, you play that event, okay. I guess, yeah. with divination magic. And you can see in a suit Rewind. standing, yeah, yes, Rewind. play. So. In a suit Trapping with, <laughs> yes. In a suit, standing there, uh, watching uh, a few people, um, like miners, I guess, work on work on this, like hitting it with picks and hitting the stone with picks and such. This tall, blonde, elven gentleman, mm -hmm. watching these people work with pearl-looking thing, and they finally get a chunk of it out. Then you see them carrying this chunk away. Uh, some of the creatures that have that are working mining on this pearl are goblins. And then it fast forwards all the way, and you can see these uh, these people fighting, and that's when you recognize everyone. Okay, cool. Weird. 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 Not that we know. Not that you know. Now back um, to you. Okay, so I am. I, I, I've made a show of being like. Uh, I just need. Uh, we'd be happy to tell you everything that happened, but I'm just going to confer with my associate for. Uh, Fucking, it's wrong. I'm just going to confer with my associate for, for just a moment, just to make sure that we have everything right and we don't we don't lead you astray with any with any erroneous information. And I go to hell, and I roll historian. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Say DC fifteen history check. That is one of the six numbers that I can roll to fail this check. Um, like it just fails. Um, well, I have inspiration. You could have. May I? <laughs> Absolutely. May I be inspired, please? <laughs> We're gonna do this again. Please. 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 Note, this is for an aid check. <laughs> Good. That, that comes out to 18, which means I succeed on my historian ability, which is to 
give Hal a pep talk about all of the things I have read about famous liars in history. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. And 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 in and in so doing, I, I aid Hal, which gives him advantage on his next uh, deception check. Wait, wait, wait. Was in telling him all the liars that you read about in history a big lie so as to prove the point? Yes. <laughs> oh, you're good. I've, I've met Asmodeus, and you're good. <laughs> and so uh, you also get my proficiency bonus as an added well, to, to, to your Okay, check, so what am is, I telling these motherfuckers? Um, more importantly, what am I leaving out? Yes, uh, that's, that will be what this deception will be, is to how accurately these characters interpret Dillard Porter particularly, I guess, interprets the holes that you leave out. Right, so we have um, a couple of important things to consider. One is that we brought a whole bunch of refugees back who are half snake people, so they're going to know that the snake people were there. I mean, like, Yanti have been, like, in our reports. Yes. And uh, if, uh, so that's probably fine. We, we also. Yanti involvement is fine. So we can, can probably tell them about the Wanti, we can tell them about the Mithilar, because they were there specifically for the Mithilar. Yes. We should probably tell them about the automatons. Correct. Uh, uh Yes. Did we nail down that they were made by Larry? Benson. Do we have Larry? We have Larry. We brought Larry. Yeah. Okay. In fact, where do we have Larry? If I recall, we were keeping him on like a, a tight leash. He's not here with us, is he? No. Unless you gave him to Cassius Blanco to be detained until, you know, further notice, since you were on city business. Let's say we did that so that he could be held in custody for his own safety. Ah. And we also hold the body of uh, Nasali because we yes. still have to bury it. Yeah. So, oh, um, fuck, we're still doing that. We're still doing that. <laughs> I promise. Um, we're still possessed. Well, not possessed, but you have the ring, right? <laughs> um. Hey, everyone. Hi. Uh, first off, I want to say hi to everyone who we saw over at PAX Unplugged. Hey. Thank you for coming to speak to myself and Pierre. We, we appreciate you guys. I know this episode comes out eh, two weeks after Pax Unplug <laughs> happened, but that's just the way our schedule works, so, you know. Uh, without further ado, Kelsey, uh, why don't you read out our Q Corner answers? Okay, so last episode's Q Corner question was, how have you resolved an uncomfortable situation in-game? And we had quite a few people respond, which is awesome because I feel like this is a really important conversation to have, or at least important to know of an action plan if this kind of situation comes up. So Ted R. Hart said, as terrible as this answer is, it depends. First, I have a session zero to tell the players what my boundaries are. I will do my best to list some of the common ones I encounter and how I deal with them in session. In-game character sex, they usually fee fades to black. Um, In-game character negative character conflict, let it play out and then check in with the players individually after the session. If the tension causes the game to stop or if it's not adding to the narrative, I call for a break, take it out either in private or at the table. Fits of rage, such as dice throwing, semi-violent outbursts, usually stun silent for a moment, and then they, he asks them to kindly leave. And then anything more intense requires a conversation with the player in question and talk out the issue. And I think that's really, I think that's really good as far as how to handle all of those types of situations. Richard Ball said, we tend to play PG games, but if someone expressed discomfort, then I would ask the group to stop, have a word with the individual, and then discuss boundaries with the group. 
Remington Churchill said, always have session zero. Always talk it out. Always set fair expectations going in to prevent it from happening in the first place. Sarah Schmidt said, set expectations before you begin. If it's got triggering content, let the players know before you play. So Philip Harbo Larson said, I let people know my boundaries in general. If we get to them anyhow, I repeat my objection. If it's pushed, I pack my things and walk away. One of my big things is explicit sexual content. I'd rather just walk away. Yeah, my personal opinion when it comes to something like this is to definitely include your players in the conversation in you know, include what's happening and if anything is potentially triggering or upsetting to then let you know kind of have a side conversation with that particular person or that character and kind of see where you can go from there because I know D&D sometimes doesn't necessarily you know it's not all lollipops and rainbows all the time but there is a sense of comfortability with your players and as a DM you are responsible for making sure that your players are in a comfortable environment. Because it's fun, you yeah. know? That's why we play D&D, because it's fun. Yeah. You know, and, and when you take that fun away from somebody, it's, it's, it's not mm. fun anymore. So why would you want to do something that's not fun? Yeah. Don't take away the fun. <laughs> yeah, don't take away the fun. And I do kind of, I, I you know, I understand where people are coming from, where it's like, oh, well, you know, it's, it's Dungeons and Dragons, not kittens and basements. You know, like, I understand that, like, some things are, you know, like Call of Cthulhu is scary and uh you know strahd is scary and you deal with elements that are a little bit more intense but as long as you have everybody's overall consent to do this kind of a thing like have a session zero and tell everybody like hey these are the things that might be happening in this campaign and if you are uncomfortable with any of them maybe you should step out moving on to moving on (laughs) this episode's cute corner yes it has to do with the new year this this uh oh i wish i had a I know, I know, I know. Um, the ep- next episode will be coming out on... New Year's Eve! On New Year's Eve, the 31st. Yay! So we want to know, what are your tabletop RPG goals for 2019? Yay! There you go. There can be anything tabletop involved. Anything, anything, anything at all. This is a very open question. Anything that you want to accomplish. Anything, you know, any books, any new books you want. Any new... Th- yeah, and you know, campaign you settings. Campaign settings, new players. You. If you're a DM and you want to participate, or if you've never DM before and you're like, oh, I want to DM finally. Maybe this is your year. Yeah. So let us know. Let us know what you got on your mind for the new year, new you. Oh, uh, one more thing. One more thing. One more thing from a wonderful person who we met at PAX Unplugged. His name is Cameron, Cameron Guile, and uh, he's got something, a product uh, he wants you to check out. And I bought a couple of these, and they're great, but here we go. Check out the Black Dragon Edition Spellbook by Guile and Design. It holds up to 60 spell and ability cards for Dungeons and Dragons and keeps you prepared for the next encounter. Now, I did buy two of these, uh, one for me, one for Kelsey. They're so fun! Yep, yep, yep. Now, I I have uh, already filled mine pretty much up. I've got like a few pages, but I've got uh, near 50 in there already. when it's full, it closes. It still closes pretty good. There's there's a wonderful leather strap to help keep it down. Uh, there, the leather designs are really good. You can either get it in like a silver metal accents or brass metal accents, and they even come a little bookmark. And they're nice and small. I would say they're about three three and a half inches by three inches. Yeah, 
It's like a little spell book. Yeah, it's just a little spell book. Real cute, real cute. Really nicely made, too. Yeah, they really they really are. You can find these if you're so interested. They were $15, believe it or not, and they're very, very high quality, in my opinion. You can find these on Amazon. They are called Spellbook Black Dragon Edition by Guile and Design. And again, they come in gold and silver. They're $14.99 plus $1.99 for shipping, so you're looking around $16, $17, which is not bad. At, I mean, I paid $15 at the convention, so I mean, if you're looking for like a good price on a good spell book that holds about 60, uh, 60 cards, uh, this is this is a good deal, and it's and it's just nice and small and compact, and you can just have it sitting. It doesn't take up a lot of space. It's really good. It's it's one whole leather piece, and then the card holders just fit these cards perfectly, and then it's a little leather strap that keeps it together, like a little. You just slip underneath a little loop, and there you go. It's held together. So that's it. And we're gonna let you guys go and get back to the rest of the episode. So until next time, this is Adam and Kelsey. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs> so yes, I have to read. Um, um, so so, do we want to tell them about the army of automatons? I mean, um, we can tell them that we fought some, and that it seems that uh, the Yuan team may have access to that, but we're not sure if they're going to continue right. to have access because to that. they left. Because one, they left, and two, we have Larry. And I like that because it will imply that the Wanti no longer have any interest in the mountain, which is true, because they didn't know about the death thing. If this prompts any kind of interest in the mountain, it will be because there's like a factory in there, which may obscure the fact that it's actually a giant weapon. I mean, we can just say that like our entire travails in there were greatly hindered by local fauna. Yes, like, yeah, undead. Like, undead. We didn't fight any hookars, but we can talk about them. The flumps were nice, but, you know, they... Yeah, we, we should let them know what the flumps and that the flumps are, are, you know, are friendly and... But that we do not recommend uh, going in there very much at all, really. Uh, there might have been one big giant thing that we had to run in with that we managed to barely escape. Wink, wink, right, wink, right, right, wink, right, right, wink. right. <laughs> Yes, yes, because dwarves dig too deep. And I mean, <laughs> and maybe we'll throw in there that if they if they have plans, further plans to what investigate, maybe they... Uh, Jeff, right? Jeff, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> if they have further plans, maybe they, they may, may want to uh, to loop us in where, because we have experience Jeff? and we know... You know Under we know where, where, where some of the Jeff things were. Little figurines. <clears throat> I don't know. But oh. definitely leaving out uh, the nuke. The nuke, and definitely leaving out the Zords. Yeah. We didn't find any Zords. That's right. There's no Zords. That's right. <laughs> and definitely leaving out uh, what else? Leaving any out. weird business with the enemies. We'll leave that out for right now. Leave that out for right now. Um, any weird business with the Black Hearts? Right. Yeah. Was that we made a deal? deal with them. That's right. You made a deal with them that you wouldn't tell them about their work, and they would. Did we agree on a cover story? Did we agree to not say anything? That you just found them, right? You rescued them from the horrors of whatever cave they were in. Sure. No want to. Okay. They were captured. You good? Is that is that Are we good? Okay. What's your proficiency bonus? It's I'm three. Take the ten. So that's three plus my two, so fifteen. You convinced them. Okay. Uh, particularly, particularly, you convinced Diller Porter, who loves a good story, by the way. So okay, well, when I pick on that uh, up on that, then I'm just gonna like like ham it up and you know yeah. tell them about like you know the the uh, oh man I can't tell them about the puck. Can't tell them oh, about the puck. I can't tell them about the puck. 
Uh, but I could definitely tell him about the... Well, we can frame it as another story for another time. But Cla- <clears throat> Claudia and, you know, the, the ghouls. And then, you know, our, 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 our fight with uh, Nasali, I guess I can I can yeah. talk about that also. Oh, you can talk about how Savara yeah. uh, yes. fire whipped her yeah. head off. Did yeah. we talk about Larry? Did we include Larry? I'll just gloss over Larry for right yeah. now. Yeah, gloss over. Okay, yeah. He is regaled, and he is satisfied. And so he bids you all farewell. He gives you a date for the uh, award ceremony. Uh, he says news travels fast. It'll take about two days to get preparations ready for the wide to make reservations and such to do the award ceremony. Okay. A little festival. Sure. A little feast. Um, he's a grand duke. He can fucking do that. Oh. Then he says farewell, and he leans in, and he says, Oh, 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 don't forget to vote. And so he walks out. That wasn't, that wasn't just a modern-day <laughs> reference, by the way. As you were walking by, mm-hmm. you did see mm-hmm. that there is an election happening in Baldur's Gate. See, one Duke Silver Shield uh, turned out to be an acolyte of Ball and went fucking crazy, and a bunch of adventurers had to kill him and shit. And so there is an election to fill that gap. Who was on the ballot? Oh, how fun. <laughs> You can see that there are two faces. One of them you don't recognize, but the one you do recognize, no. very similar top hat, one no. Jadankle silver no. I was going to write him in. If he wasn't campaigning, I was going to write him in. <laughs> Against another goblin who you don't know, but There's still similar finery. In fact, somewhat more ostentatious, you would say. You could see that his face on the posters looks like it's powdered. Powdered to the point where it almost... Uh, his undertones make it almost look orangey, except for around the eyes, which are <laughs> pale. <laughs> and you can see the name underwrit this portly, small-handed, big-headed goblin is one Lord Tweedery Dompnut. Dompnut. <laughs> Spelled D-A-M-P-N-U-T. Stop. <laughs> Lord Tweedery Dompnut. He looks like a real political outsider. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna have to deal with that later. <laughs> we're gonna unpack that. <laughs> we have we have other business to attend to right now. We're gonna deal with that later. The election happens to be in three days. Oh no! What days today? Or no, let's say let's say five. Let's say five days. Oh, could we have shopping time? Yeah, you have shopping time. We have time to be used as political objects. What 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 state do we continue to exist in? State of being head. Yeah. <coughs> okay, so now we're in the room. You're um, in the room. Dylan Porter left. You left the bag of a thousand gold pieces for you guys and split up amongst yourselves as you need. Connell reaches for the big bag of gold. Connell's allowed to reach for the big bag. Yes, you're allowed to reach for <laughs> um, the big bag. Connell, we're tricked. Hi again, everyone. Now for the real debrief. Hello. Yes. Yeah, the, the the real debriefing. Uh, where we again discuss what we are actually allowed to talk about. I had a feeling you withheld quite some things from Mr. Porter. According, <laughs> yes. uh, quite some things. What? This. Uh, this is Sylvanas. Okay. According to the visions that were expounded upon to me by Miss Delanatron. Oh. Don't you tell us about your visions, that way we can fill in the gaps. We will get to that in a second. It should be clear then the reason why uh, she will be remaining in the room with us during this next little bit, and that she has already discovered this. Makes sense. Um, uh, my, uh, I guess, first thing is to uh, say, uh, 
Roland, do you want to tell them, or should I? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I laugh. I just laugh. The blades on this side just, like, flare out. <laughs> and Roland pipes up and says, Well, Sylvanas, I think you should tell them, seeing as you're the one who kept this from me, from us, for quite a while. Mr. Supposed to report in a lot of details, but gets caught up in his magical studies. Again! Had again! <laughs> <laughs> we uh, haven't left the room! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna turn to Roland and say, You're so lucky that Zavara had to go back home. <laughs> yeah, I probably am. <laughs> Sylvanas then explains to you that uh, on top of being the recruitment chair for the guild system, he is also an agent of the Sentinels of the Prime. (laughs) He and Rita Gale are also agents of the Sentinels of the Prime. Charged with using the adventuring guild system as a means to find potential wielders of the artifacts that you now hold. Oh god. That's a pretty brute force way to go about this whole thing. <laughs> However, a little a little hiccup occurred in that Sylvanas hasn't been reporting very often and also didn't know that you would be running into Roland on the island. However, he did know about the island's potential because of the work of another agent who went uh, off the grid a while for his own safety, one archaeologist, Mr. Pending. <sighs> I just like slowly turn my eyes at them. I'm just gonna- oh, wait, just he gonna... was back on the grid for a little while, wasn't I'm, I'm just gonna... Yeah, like, I saw him for two seconds, guys. I didn't even see him, I heard him. Which we will need to unpack later, because locating uh, Mr. Pending is... Pending Senior. One of our top what priorities. Is, Pending Senior is a top know? priority. What? What does he know? Pending? My father. What, is, what do they want with Father him? Pending? Papa Pending? Pending. Papa Pending. Um, <laughs> let's call him... Let's call him... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm kind of digging Rolf. Rolf Pending. I like that. Do not mock the son of an elf. Do not mock the son of an archaeologist. You dare to mock the son of an archaeologist? (laughs) So yes, of one, Rolf Pending. Uh, Rolf Pending knew many things about the artifacts. Because Rolf Pending was the one who discovered the original tablet that depicted the gifts, the artifacts that you guys found. Uh, He delivered it to, didn't know who to give it to, but uh, one thing led to another, ran into the Sentinels, they recruited him, because that happens. It's like the CIA taking over your work, uh, except this time they let you actually continue working on it. He knew the location of the temple when he he got captured before he could elaborate on what was found there to the Sentinels. But the Sentinels knew that the island was a location. He was going to pinpoint the location <coughs> of the other <coughs> gifts, uh, which, uh, according to him, were supposedly grander in design and function than what you uh, currently hold. But 
he went all he went missing, went off the grid. Uh, they don't know what happened to him, and then I, I know what happened to him. He flew away on a ship. Yes, yes. Flew or was flown? There was a flying ship. He was captured, but he was on a flying ship. How is there a flying ship? Yes, that <laughs> is. That's an important point. An important point. An important unpacking point that we should let's just cover that right now. Uh, they related to the sky boxes. Sky boxes. The things that you fall out of. Oh. Uh, n- no, we don't know. Uh, this one floats more than falls, I guess. Uh, this ship you're talking about. Like actual. We don't know what powers it, how it flies. We don't know how the Wanti have means that usually Wanti work in subversive means, more subversive means than, Could than they have been before. be something like the Mithalor? That is highly possible. I wouldn't put it out of the range of possibilities. However, if they are, I doubt they are using the Mithalor to just power a flying ship. It's not like they would use a giant. I'm not saying this in character. Mm-hmm. So not like they would use a, a mountain as a gun. Bru- <laughs> I'm right. Not saying this in right. Right. Of course. Of course. <laughs> not like Unless you want me to. I mean, you can. I, yeah. Fuck it. I'll say it. Mountain as a gun. Mountain. Mountain as a what now? I, I, I literally like Bronk literally just like like I uh, there are blades on him. He does this yeah. anyway. Yes. yes. Ow. Yes. <laughs> Are we really doing this? Look, I mean, they work for the guys upstairs. Yeah, yes, you guys can tell them all about it if you want to. They they work for me. She already knows about it. I, I would assume. Yes, you know about it yes, already? And yes, you did see the giant big fuck-off gun. And giant yes. big fuck-off mountain. She's I good. Did, I did see, indeed, the giant fuck-off mountain. Did you see inside the yes. giant fuck-off mountain? I've seen everything. I see. Do you see Jeff? Yes. Jeff, um... They know about Jeff! Yes. Jeff seems lovely. Yeah, it's a shame he can't come out. Bronk is manually trying to probe his own memories and see if, um, there was anything of a private nature that he actually wants to ask about. (laughs) Probably not, but but he's he's still still being thorough. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Just flashback to, guys, hold on, I I just gotta, you know, I'll be right back, I gotta go to the bathroom. (laughs) 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 I haven't seen that much. Okay, so I so I can assume it's only the cliff notes then. <laughs> cliff, the famous the famous journalist, the, the famous journalist slash mountaineer, the famous yes, <laughs> journalist mountaineer and scholar. Um, Carl sheds a tear to his fallen raven. Aww, your fallen raven. Big gun, large power source. It um, shot a mountain through time. Yeah, it shot a mountain through time. That would explain how how the mountain arrived here, I would assume. And then it hit a speed bump? A time bump. A time bump. Sure. Yeah. A hiccup. A hiccup. Yeah. Do um, I know about Ganymedes? That I was about to. Um, yeah. There were there was some weird oh. interference when you when when they got close to one part of the place and you couldn't really read it and the magic was too powerful. Hey, we so kinda, we kind of we kind of met a lich. Yeah. Yeah. This is the bad news. Yes. Uh, a lich, you said. Uh, so, yes, uh, aside from powering the big fuck-off gun, um, the power source also keeps imprisoned one, uh, what was his name again? Ganymedes. Ganymedes. Um, several of us have actually spoken. He's actually quite pleasant to speak to, uh, for a... Rita Gale pipes up. A lich. Quite pleasant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he literally shows you black and white. Like. I, 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 I just look at her like... <laughs> well. Um, 
it, it, it seems he has been there for quite some time uh, as uh, someone that would need to be imprisoned by something as immense as a Mithilar uh, would ought, should ought to be it behooves them to be uh, that uh, that formidable uh, it appears that his imprisonment is waning yes well Ront, seeing as I know you're a particular fan of mine, this will be disturbing. Uh, uh, even though you uh, might have read uh, of me fighting a lich, I, it is unfortunate to say that I have not fought a lich. Unfortunately, that was part of my cover story to get me in this position, which I have. Ah. <laughs> yes. Uh, is your entire life a lie? Uh, 60% of it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the price of it. On the bright side, I am aw- still aware of the gravity of this situation. Mm-hmm. It does not go over my head. Not many things do in this city. And if, and if you did, they did, you could just... And I can up. fly because I'm part bird. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is priority for us, anyway. You have, like, a secular matters to keep up appearances here. Uh, at this moment. We can handle preliminary continued exploration maintenance of underneath the mountain as best as we can until we can decide what to do with it. As you're probably aware, just because Sylvanas and I are agents, the rest of the guild is not. They are in the dark and should continue to be in the dark, because while we try to hire and recruit the best of the best, this is you more. ended up getting us. I, we are proud to have you, and we are lucky that we found you, that Sylvanas found you. Uh, These are rather astronomical odds. Let's be real here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. We are well aware. A lot of coincidences have occurred, and we uh, have questions for upstairs, upstairs, uh, as to whether or not some of them are coincidences. How upstairs does upstairs go? Until you reach the end of the stairs. Indeed. So, but I would like to not be the person who walks up to the edge of the stairs and looks to see if there's a door. I would rather someone else do that in my shoes, because quite frankly, uh, she scares the willy-nillies out of me. We know it's a she. Well, she is, I guess we don't really know. She is the, I guess, pronoun we use for the being, but... Back to business. Please <clears throat> refrain from telling anyone about the mountain. Now that Diller Porter is gone, can we please fill in on everything else that actually happened? Certainly. Yeah. Um, I will take great relish in talking about the Blackhearts. <laughs> well, our... Uh, you have yeah. to tell them about, about Puck juggling, yeah. though. <laughs> tell them about Puck. <laughs> everyone, has, everyone has a good laugh at that. Yes, well... Which means we tell them about Jeff and how he's still there and still keeping and holding the line. So, you know, and then when we get up to the part about um, where we entered the Lich's lair and stuff, I pull out some onion soup because I still have some of that. <laughs> <laughs> and poor Coco. Poor Coco. Let's actually see if Coco ever recovered. Coco never recovered. <laughs> oh my god. He might need a greater restoration spell. He probably will find one. You don't know. <clears throat> we can probably, like, pay for to, a cleric to go. To be yeah. able to hire him. Yeah. <laughs> wow. To make onion soup. Yeah. Onion. Oh, yeah, that's right. The, the restaurant idea you guys had. Free soup for the campaign? Yeah. Let's not. Let's not. <laughs> this is going to be real bad, guys. Um, so, you're going to tell them. Our lives are going to be exposed. 
So you tell them about the Blackhearts. They understand the reason why you made the deal with them, and they're happy for the information that you disseminate uh, in making that deal. They will be keeping an eye on the Blackhearts, obviously, from here on out. And you said, because I'm going to assume you said, you said that they were in the arena searching for something. Mm -hmm. Do you believe it was the artifact that Roland now has? <sighs> yes. I, I believe so, but I'm not entirely sure they knew that it was what they were looking for. They were looking for something. He, well, he did let's say uh, the, the leader did say they were there for the weapon. So let's say that the worst has happened, and that somehow, now, your father, Mr. Pending, through forced means, I would assume he was a very honorable man, through forced means has revealed to them the information... Uh, more information concerning the artifacts, and now the Wanti, as well as the Blackhearts, know about, well, let's for now say everything. Well, um, if they knew about everything, would they keep him alive? They could have been, and may still have hopes, to be grooming the Blackhearts to wield the artifacts if they were ever recovered. If they knew, would they have left the mountain? I don't think he would have told them everything if if he had. Why did they leave? Why did they bring him with, with him? I agree. Which also brings me to another point. Wanti are shrewd and cunning. They work in the shadows, in the darkness. They do not pursue these open, or more open, easily uh, discovered uh, plans, schemes, armies. An army of Wanti conquering by force, or... Uh, making means to pursue such militant activities has not occurred for many, many years uh, since the Wanti had empires, which are now long, long gone. This is before the great human empires, before even the Netherese, who, fun fact, created the Mythalars. Oh. Oh. Were those one of those races that we saw on that mentioned in the Dwarven... The Saruk were one of the races that were mentioned in the uh, thing, yes. And if you mention them, they will tell you that one of the things that Mr. Pending discovered <laughs> was that the Wanti are actually heavy con heavily connected with the Saruk. It's mostly because of doings of the Saruk that the Wanti exist. But as such, the Wanti have a rather unhealthy superiority complex being related to a creator race. And they have been always attempting to get back to the top of the totem pole. The only reason why they would be doing something this uh, open would be if they knew they could achieve it. And so far, we don't know what their plans are. But that is what we've been pursuing. We don't have any way of tracking him, do we? No. When we went to his last known location, uh, we discovered his badge but we did not find him. Luckily, he was able to hide it from them. Do we have any idea of what the <clears throat> Wanti's next moves are? Unknown, but they have an army, according to you, mm -hmm. and they're working on something big. Uh, Is there any way that we could find out where they teleported to? Until we can further investigate the portal that they used to take the Construct army out of the abandoned Dwarven city, uh, we won't have any idea. Nah, that is, if they left it intact. Did we ask Benson? 
He just made I things think, for them. I, I just, yeah, he, he did just made things, but you never asked him. On top, of he that. may have overheard something. So that may be some place to start. I mean, I still don't think that he would have been given that much information. But did you, in your visions, uh, sorry, what was the name again? Theatha. Theatha. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in your visions, did you see any of the known Larry Benson's uh, activities? No. Um, is that something that you can do, or does it just happen? It's it's spontaneous. Um, sometimes when I touch something, hmm. I can see things or visions come to me. Have we been told about how Dal Dal Miss Dalab Dalab Dibidu? It's close enough. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is this is this is table. Um, have we been told about exactly what prompted the vision of us? I was handed a. You you touch a shard of the wild magic bolt. Uh, by the way, uh, the. I, I talk about how the, the little necklet thing yeah. was reacting, and then just poof. Yes. According to the vision of Miss Delanadrin. Am I saying that? Yes. Oh, damn, I'm good. Uh, You're the ac- first person to get it right. <laughs> According to the vision of Miss Delanadrin, it is probably because they took the Mythalar through the portal with them. And also, according to the vision she had, I'm speculating that the wild magic boulder trademark pending, um, <laughs> is actually... <laughs> I own a boulder. Yes. Is actually a large chunk of the Mythalar. How large would the Mythalar actually be? Have we, have we been able to... 20 feet in diameter. 20 feet. 20 feet in diameter. A sphere. It's quite large. Uh, do we have any means of tracking that? <sighs> no. Uh, we don't. And neither do we have any written records left by the Netherese as to how to track them. The Netherese, we know, uh, rumored to have used them to make their cities fly and to power epic levels of magic and common magic items within the range of the Mythalar and to work um, the magic which was ultimately their undoing. I'll take off the little thing if I'm still wearing it. Yes. Um, how far are we from the mountain? About a mile-ish or so. And there are many miles to walk. <sighs> Your little thing is not reacting yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll stow it. So there are quite a few mythalars, if I'm given to understand this correctly. Ones that we can account for. There are actually only a few that we cannot account for. Very few. And a lot of those that we have recovered have since are just inert. They just don't have their magical ability. Uh, might have been over time they lost it. Uh, which leads or, us to believe that maybe all of them had lost their magical ability. Could and they be dormant? They could also be dormant. We don't know. But it does make sense if you're saying this time bump uh, occurred and this mountain traveled through time that the Mithalar was spared the ages that it would take to cause the Mithalar to go inert. And so, the, the, the rock that Sylvanus has, Yes. is this another Mithalar that somehow was transported through time? We think it is part of the same Mithalar. Which would explain the attraction of the small sliver to... The larger sliver, yes. Yeah. It would also explain the fact that uh, Vision showed a missing chunk from the Mithalar, the fact that uh, the setting which you found, where it was housed, was broken off. 
Uh, we still don't know who separated it. We do know that it was not the Wanti. You received, so you touched a sliver mm-hmm. of the Mithalar, and then you received a vision where the, the, the larger Mithalar was housed. Yes. It went back in time a couple times. I only saw glimpses. I don't see complete stories. I just see little flashes. If you're asking I, if she can touch the rock again, I've already tried that experiment. The larger boulder. Damn it. Yes. And... I didn't see anything. Nothing at all? Nothing. Nothing. It's not something that can be forced. Yes, I imagine if you tried, it would probably be unpredictable. It does give me quite a headache. And we wouldn't want that, would no. we? It would singe my skin. <laughs> he's, he's had a couple unfortunate uh, run-ins with the... With, with, Let's just say we could tell the what the rock was cooking. <laughs> drink your drink. Did you smell? Can you take inspiration for that? He already has it. That's what I'm trying to get inspiration. That was amazing. It was very good. Well, well, if you're going to take care of the mountain, then what do we do? Well, the things that we're beholden to do. Uh, the things that we're beholden to do. <laughs> Currently, uh, what you do is um, go along with this little political charade that uh, Diller Porter wants to try and see if that makes any difference. We do have a responsibility of keeping the peace on the prime material plane, and that in does include in some municipality level Baldur's Gate. So it is in our best interest. Also, if the public doesn't try to dive too deeply into hurting you, particularly, and Savara, although we have been told she has went back home. Yeah. Um, we will see if we can have agents keep in touch with her to fill her in on things and goings. Also, I guess the Wanti are still a huge problem. Uh, so we will try to help steer you either through the mask of guild quests and special requests or through just assignments and just tell people you're off somewhere else dealing with something uh, when in actuality you are we are all trying to aid and figure out what the wanty are doing but for now let us just calm down and wait for other moves to happen i guess so then my other question is does this mean that we are officially recruited what well i mean uh, when we walked in here we were working for the helm cloak uh-huh if you so choose to be. I will say this up front, there's not a lot of fame in what we do because we like to keep it that way. There is, however, a great deal of danger. Uh, the rewards can be great. Um, what rewards we can allow to be kept on this plane. That's all fine and good, but um, <laughs> <coughs> what I'm mostly concerned with uh, for, for myself and my companions here are, um, uh, uh, sorry, uh, yourself included, since, uh, uh, we have... We're going to be working together. Yes. Oh, Molly! Uh, yes, uh, she has seen the vision. She has very proficient wizardly powers, so I believe she could be of use at the agency as well. And, and I'm not one to refute judgment here. Um, I'm primarily concerned if we're talking about changing the nature of our employment. Um, what for, I'm going to call the lack of, be- of a better word, uh, the benefits. Uh, I think some, some have called it elf care, but that seems to only apply to, to, to Mr. Pending here. Um, no, elf care, well, yes. elf care is for all the small people, not just elves. Well, elves aren't small! <laughs> I'm small I for guess, my, my race. That is true. <laughs> that is true. I guess the... Ron is 5'1". Oh. 
I guess the immediate benefits are that you will still continue to work, quote unquote, for the Knights and Helmet Cloak, although most of your missions could still pertain to uh, the Sentinels of the Prime, the our agency. Uh, who you ultimately answer to would most likely be someone in Sigil who runs the, um, the agency. Uh, and who they answer to, let's hope you don't ever have to deal with them. Interesting. Yes. They, they are interesting. They are inscrutable, is the best word I can describe. It's not a very good word, but I understand. Yes. Uh, immediate benefits. Um, the one at the top of the stairs? Yes, the one at the top of the stairs. I will say this, uh, as Sentinels of the Prime Agents, with an exception of the Zazel, we have a special deal with her patron, as it were. You will be offered, should you die, a one-time revive, <gasps> mechanically speaking. Each? Each. That is the deal. That is the importance by which the powers, greater, deific, minor powers, recognize our business. That is how high up this goes. In fact, the Raven Queen kind of had to get the chip off her shoulder. Uh, she was overruled in many <laughs> cases. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I take it if that if the uh, uh, elf care extends to revivify, uh, for lack of a better term, yes, um, that uh, anything less than that could be uh, reasonably seen to. Reasonably seen to. We have the finest. You can keep your cleric. We have the finest physics. <laughs> yes, you can keep your cleric. I have... It is open enrollment. <laughs> We have the finest physics in all the planes. <laughs> just gonna, just gonna drink my drink. <laughs> Actually, is a contest to win free elf care for a year. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe I'm, I'm, I'm like, like the chief medical officer. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm in healthcare negotiations. <laughs> <laughs> Is there, is there a planar exchange? Yes. Okay. You get the same benefits across all planes. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to I'm, I'm and across all damage <laughs> An EPO. Ron is going to roll his eyes as he says this, but he's going to do that and wink at Connell at the same time. I'm not sure how he's doing all this at the same time, but he's doing all this at the same time. <laughs> there, there, there are certain deductibles depending upon the number of times you require things such as greater restorations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, 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 wait. Uh, so uh, we can all die once. All die once. Maybe <laughs> uh, you're like feeling how to put this in a test right now. <laughs> don't, please don't, please don't. Mm-hmm. Please don't. None of old pal. No, 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 calm, 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 calm. Focus on me. Focus on me. Which also focus on me. Focus on this. Um, what about uh, certain? We're going to call them medical dispensations. Meaning cake. <laughs> no, not cake. Um, uh, it, it has come to light that uh, some of us, and, and Ron like mm-hmm. nods his yes, head very rigorously at Connell, uh, may have some certain uh, dependencies, as it were. <laughs> Ron will roll his eyes like as he continues to say this, but he's, he's just he's just doing this to see like what will happen. <laughs> we will make Heart sure. Stamps. It's like flute stamps, but for heart fire. We will make sure that Mr. Pending has a full flask. 
Don't Oral kill us. And then self care. Don't kill us. <laughs> it's a modern day we live. In. <laughs> um. So from what I'm hearing, if I accidentally drank myself to death, please don't. I, Ow! <laughs> Yesterday was late day. That was your bad. Yeah, dude. <laughs> um, no, it's not gonna happen because I don't think that could happen to Kyle. <laughs> Good point. Certain resistances to poison damage I from mean, alcohol. When, when it comes down to Kyle, like he'll either pass or fail, and if he fails like two times, he's just like out for the count anyway. He's just like, all right, I'm gonna go like lay under Good this point. tree Good for point. a couple of hours. But it's good to know. Exactly four hours. Four hours, right? That's our, that's the rest time for uh... a... <laughs> so so I, I, I'm not so much concerned about compensation as I am the sharing of information in both directions. Uh, if we're going to be doing... Can we get badges? Yes, we should get badges. Yes, yes, but you will get badges. If we're going to be doing essentially as you, and I'll, I'll, I'll motion to him and to... Roland into Lilith, as you say, then uh, I think it behooves all of us to be open with each other. I mean, yes. to at least some degree, we're the ones out in the field with, I, and I wave the, the chest up, these thingies, yes. right? Just assume, and, and, and since there are going to be more quote-unquote gifts, yes. we're probably going to be responsible for those as well. Yes, yes. <clears throat> Currently, we are hiding no secrets from you. We do intend to tell you and debrief you about the gifts, the other gifts, as it were. Uh, luckily, this room is lead-lined, and I have made sure. I went to m- much expense to ensure that Rita Gale's office is unscriable. Yeah, I was, I was leading into Ron being like, <clears throat> what does lead-lined, like, what does that do? Not that it's a major security concern, but we did hear Mr. What's-his-face? Porter. Mr. Porter. It's not soundproof. (laughs) We haven't invented soundproof foam yet. (laughs) You're like, soundproof foam. (laughs) I have ideas. (laughs) So with the badges. Yes, the badges. With the badges. They involve more than (laughs) time.